Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into the Sober Talk with Rob podcast. And of course, as always, I'm your boy, Rob. Thank you for listening, first and foremost. And what you could do for me right now is hit that bell icon so that I may occupy your notifications and your life. Share me with your friends. Share me with your family. This podcast is about my recovery from alcoholism and other things, while also talking to other people about their insights, them sharing their stories. And what I care the most about is what this podcast can do for you. So let my words and other people help you out. I just want you to know that you're not alone and we can work together on this. So thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. You know what I think is so funny? I was actually just scrolling on social media today, just kind of sitting here while I sip my coffee on this wonderful Saturday morning of the Memorial Day weekend. Um, and I was just looking at some social media shit uh, before I get on with my activities of the day. And um, you ever notice how it seems like people always have like some negative shit to say, whether it's feedback or just anything? But I think the funniest part is when people don't reply to your comment or just any kind of comment, it's just like, what gave you the, like, the right mind to think that you would go on somebody's, like, just, just anything and leave your, like, negative comment or anything like that? And it's like, dude, if you take the time out of your day to, like, concern yourself with that individual, and if they don't, like, fuck with you on that level of association, then you have, like, zero right to say anything. And I, th- I just think it's funny because it's like people literally take the time out of the day to just like leave some kind of comment like that, which makes zero sense to me. And it's like, dude, find something better to do with your time, you know, because there's there's three aspects to um, like, I don't know, feedback, I guess. Like there's feedback, criticism, and then there's just negativity, right? Feedback is just responding to something, whether it's positive or feedback just always seems like positive or just like, you know, cool, nice or Oh, that's badass. And then you have like criticism that's like, hey, this is cool, but um, I would suggest trying this out and this will probably help you a lot more, right? Just giving like dots on it. But this goes into the association aspect where if you don't, you're not relative to that person or you just don't know them on that level, then you have zero right to give anybody like criticism. But, and then, you have like the the negative, right? Which is hate. If you have all the time in the world to leave something negative or just just to say something negative, it's it's fucking hate, man. And it's like, dude, if you hate on somebody that much that you feel the need to say something, then it's like, dude, you need to reevaluate yourself. And I think this is gonna go on the topic of like what I'm gonna talk about today. And it's just uh the the common sense not being so common in America that I see now. And I'm not bashing Americans. I'm not trying to say this, but what I'm pointing out is just the lack of accountability, common sense, and it's it's just irritating because I literally feel that, and this is just my philosophy, as I've grown up over the years, and you know I've I've matured in so many ways because I used to make dumb mistakes and I used to think really stupidly about shit, but the more wisdom and knowledge I've gained through just being fucking humble, man, right, and going through hell in a lot of ways that I did not want to, is no level of degree or mastery does not define intelligence, right? 
Because I've met a lot of people with fucking degrees. And they're just fucking dumb. Like, it's it's just crazy. And I know a lot of people can agree with me. And some are really going to get bit pissed off. Like, oh, I have a fucking master's. Or, like, dude, nobody gives a fuck. All right? Because your little paper that says you have a degree is not getting you the job that you want. Because you probably have, like, five more follow-on schools that you have to go to. And then you probably got more indoctrinated into the left-wing mindset or some kind of, like, brainwashed wokeism or some weird shit. I don't fucking know what they, they're teaching in colleges because, obviously, I never went. But, like, dude, it just did, did not define intelligence. And I think, in, to me, intelligence is defined by what you have gone through in your past that has allowed you to make decisions based on your subconscious mind, right? Because there's two types of, of thoughts. And I'm going to talk about this because I've been reading this book. It's called The Black Belt Mindset. And um, you have the conscious mind and you have the subconscious mind, right? The subconscious mind takes care of the things that you don't realize you're doing day to day. For example, breathing. Right now, you are breathing. And now you're breathing and you are breathing yourself because I just said that. So have fun with that. Um but the subconscious mind takes care of your breathing, your walking, your running, um, the things that you do without even thinking about it. So it's like, if you could do this real quick, if you're, if you're sitting there doing absolutely nothing, if you're driving, don't do this. But think about right now, if you close your eyes, grab an imaginary steering wheel. Now, how would you change lanes from the left lane to the right lane in your car? All right? Now, think about the way you're doing it. Now, you're as you're doing this, what you don't realize is you're putting so much thought into the way you're changing lanes that in reality, the way you're doing it now, you would end up in a fucking ditch, which I think is fucking crazy because what you didn't realize you just did is you jerked the fuck out of the wheel and you probably hit like, I don't know, the the side of the road or the curb or whatever it is. And it's it's crazy to think about because what you don't realize is like, you really don't turn the wheel at all or just like it's like a very small turn before you center yourself out in the right lane and it's kind of crazy to think about as I was reading this book it it it, it told me to play out that whole scenario I was like holy fuck dude that's kind of that's like crazy shit but anyway um so you have the subconscious mind and the conscious mind right the conscious mind is what you're thinking about before you're doing something so like right now what are you thinking about that's your conscious mind. Like, what's on your mind right now is your conscious mind. Your subconscious mind is what allows you to do things without physically, mentally thinking about it. So, going back to the aspect of common sense is not so common is people are quick to act and speak without the use of the conscious mind, right? Now, starting with the act, or actually, let me, let me start with this, this, this spoken um, part. When it comes to, like, speaking, how many of you have ever taken, like, consider, like consideration into some of, the, some of the things you have said and didn't really think about? So a prime example is, let's say when the waiter comes to your table and they're just like, hey, enjoy your meal, and you just go... Hey, hey, you too. And you're just like, what the fuck did I just say? Simple things like that. 
But if you take the time to think about it and you just said, thanks. You know, it's as simple as is. But the thing is, we tend to overthink things more than we need to. So with the conscious mind, um, being that, being relative to that is if we're not utilizing our fucking brain to speak, then it's like, dude, what are you doing with your life that you can't think before you speak or act? Now, going into the intelligence aspect with this is a lot of things have happened over the past couple of weeks and like months. And it's nothing good. You know, you have two mass shootings, a bunch of stuff that's like going down that I don't feel like getting into because I just don't dig my nose into it. But the simple fact is there's no accountability being held to it. And it's like you would think that these people who are sitting in like a higher authority would take the time to actually like think about like what's right and what's wrong. Because this is this is how I, I, I live every day, right? <laughs> Regardless of what your political opinions are, it's like you need to think of what is morally right and what is morally wrong. So there are some things I'm liberal about. And there are a lot of things that I'm conservative about. And I think I, I tend to weigh more heavily on the conservative side because I feel like this left-wing narrative is so toxic that it's, it like, I don't know. It just it seems to just weigh on control and just controlling the population, right? And... The thing with that is, it's not good because you got to consider the fact that these people have literally tricked the population into trusting their own government to supply them with money and so much other things, right? Let's think about COVID. How many people folded during COVID, right? That they started becoming money hungry. And people have always been money hungry, let's be real. Uh, but thinking of the aspect of like stimulus checks. Everybody was so hungry for a stimulus check that the people who were so left-wing started saying, like, oh, Trump, where's my fucking stimulus check? Similar things like that. And it's like, dude, what? And then unemployment. People were so unemployed and they were okay with being unemployed that nobody wanted to work again because they were just collecting unemployment. How fucking weird that is. I don't know. But now there's an employee shortage and now a lot of businesses had to close down and a lot of people are, are hurting and I just, it doesn't make any sense to me, right? So you think that this would teach people a lot of lessons, but it actually didn't. So circulating back to the intelligence aspect is where are we going wrong that people are not using their brains, right? And it's... It's not that it's shocking. It's just like, dude, what the fuck? Because <laughs> even to this day, the one thing I did not do during COVID was like fold, get scared, or like freak the fuck out. Because I was like, dude, I'm still going to live my day every, every, you know, just like I normally did. And I did. And what's funny is that when everybody was indoors, I was still outdoors the most. And I was still um, living normally. And 
you know, I didn't get any kind of depression or like sadness or any kind of weird shit like that. A lot of people did. And it's funny because depression got so much more normalized during COVID, but people were using it as a form of clout just so other people could relate to them and they could just get clout. And it doesn't sit right to me because it's like, if you're one of those people that uses your depression and recovery just to get clout and to get followers and people say, oh, it's okay, it's okay. Like, I just want to let you know that you're probably one of the worst pieces of shit because depression sucks. Mental health issues suck. And if you don't want to be helped and people have offered you help, or if you have any kind of issue that you just don't want to get help, um, then you are the issue. You are the problem. And it's like, you can say you're recovering, recovering, but if you still go back to those old habits, you're no better nor worse than any kind of shitty person. So not to get off topic, but let's talk about the accountability part, right? Is you have all these people in higher places that are not blaming the source of what it is, right? So now let's talk about the this mass murder, the the mass shootings, right? Yes, mass shootings are absolutely bad, right? They should never happen. There should be no reason as to why it happened. But do we know the whole truth behind a lot of things? Absolutely not. Like when mass shootings happen, you got to think about did somebody really just walk up in that school and fucking shoot it up? Yeah, they probably did. But how many other people probably saw that individual with a fucking weapon go up in there and probably did not do anything, right? And this is why I talk about selflessness a lot is because I can say this because I'm not afraid of death anymore. And I'm not afraid of a lot of things because I've been backed up into those dark places where the shitty things live to the point where I have zero to no reaction to a lot of things. And I think that's probably one of my best assets in my life is if I saw, if I were to see somebody obviously wielding a gun around, I will most likely say something or do something. Am I going to be scared? Absolutely, dude. If I'm not armed, yeah, I'm going to be scared as fuck. But if you think that I'm just going to stand there and be like, oh, that dude's got a gun, fuck that. And there's a school nearby. I obviously wouldn't know what I would do, but it doesn't mean that I'm not going to act on it, you know? So it's like, you got to think, how many people saw this person? Yes, you you got to take in consideration that people have families and stuff like that, but we got to talk about selflessness, man. We got all these people who are just, oh, those little lies, those little lies, those little innocent lies, but it's like, okay, if those little innocent lies, then what did you do to stop that person? So that's one thing you got to take into consideration. Number two. Let's talk about the mental health issues that kid had, right? The Uval shooting. I want to I want to circle back to that. Uval shooting. How many? Let's talk about the mental health issues that kid had, right? Nobody wants to blame mental health issues. Nobody wants to blame this. No, just there's no consideration in these things, and this is what I consistently think about every day: is <clears throat> the mental health crisis in America. Is probably the worst that I've ever seen it at, and it's always been an issue. But it's like, what are we doing to take care of it? 
this is where I circle back to. It's like, where is our fucking brain? Where are where are our fucking brains at that we have not taken care of the mental health crisis, right? We can send billions of dollars to fucking Ukraine, right? We can send billions of dollars to all this other shit, but we won't invest in mental health issues. We won't invest this. We won't invest in a proper justice system. We won't invest in the things that we need to take care of the American people. And do I know what goes on up there? Absolutely not. But this is just where my mind is at in regards to the intelligence aspect is because we have so many people that sit in higher places that aren't held accountable for their actions. And people are okay with that. So it's like there's a couple things you got to think about and it's like, are we getting the full truth? Absolutely not. And now let me touch on a touchy subject such as guns. We have a Second Amendment right for a reason. That everyone has a right to bear arms to protect themselves in any case scenario. And no matter who the fuck you are, if you do not like owning a weapon, then you do not like life and you do not appreciate your life or your family. Because no kind of sign that says gun-free zone will protect you from a criminal from doing criminal things, a murderer from doing murderous things, and will not defend you from any kind of enemy, plain and simple. It's just doctrine. It's life, right? And a gun is a weapon, right? If you are a person who does not believe in weapons, then the next time somebody breaks in your house and you use a bat, just remember you are a criminal now because that is a weapon. You are using it as a weapon, right? The dude who drove through Waukesha in his car and killed five people in a predominantly white neighborhood, right? I'm not going to say any more, but the dude who killed five people used his car as a weapon. So now let's think about the common sense aspect. Right? He used that as a weapon. When you use something to hurt another individual, it is a weapon. <laughs> Guns are a weapon. So if you use a gun in self-defense, it is a weapon. So think about that next time you think gun control is going to help anyone in the world. It's not. And that's just plain and simple. Your stupid little shitty post that says, Oh, we need to do something about these poor innocent lives. Gun control. It's not going to do anything. You're just exploiting innocent little children to back up your gun control claim. And that's wrong. You are shitty for that. Okay? All we need is to arm the people. My thought process is to arm the people, place more armed guards, and invest money into the schools to set up a good security system. Right? Because even on military bases, right? Even on military bases, we have a lot of weapons. I am not allowed to carry a weapon on base. Even if I am a law abiding citizen with a concealed carry weapons permit, even with the proper ownership of a weapon, I'm not allowed to take it on base. Right? Will that stop? A criminal from going on base with a weapon? Absolutely not. Let me tell you how easy it is to get on base with a weapon. It's absolutely easy. If you're a person 
who has a negative mindset and you want to go on a military base to try and kill people, it is absolutely easy. Okay. I would never, ever do such a thing, but it's like, even on a military base, okay, this, and I'm, I'm doing this to prove facts and claims, right? Even on a military base, it is easy to get on. I will not explain how, because you, I'm, I'm going to tell you something real quick. You will get run up and done up real quick. And trust me, you don't want to be laying on the side of the road before the front gate, before, before the main gate, right? Bleeding out because you got peppered by PMO. Um, but yeah, like it is. But here's the thing about military installations. There are armed guards at every single gate, right? There is PMO who patrol the streets day in, day out, 24-7. Now, apply this to an elementary school, middle school, high school, college. Apply that anywhere. Think about how much things would change. How we can mitigate attrition. How we can take away the thought process of somebody saying, I'm going to go shoot at my school today. Think about that. Logistically, it is sound. It is going to cost a lot. We're going to have to put some big brains to fucking together to think about it and, and apply it. But it can, it can happen, right? We have a lot of veterans who are absolutely okay with putting their lives on the line to protect the lives of innocent young children. It is true. It is absolutely true. And I'm telling you right now, if I go on Facebook right now and I said, I need 10 armed guards, all my veteran homies, where you at? And I would have those 10 probably within the next 24 hours. So, if you think that it's not logistically sound or it's not logistically um, feasible, you're wrong. So, let's take that gun control argument out of the picture and let's talk about what we can do to help these schools to prevent mass shootings, right? So, mental health issue, gun issues. The gun is not the issue. People are the fucking issue. You can't stop a bad person from doing bad things. Just like you can't stop criminals from doing criminal things. A criminal is always going to be a criminal. If you take guns away from the law-abiding citizens in America, if you take... Okay, listen to this, right? If you take guns away from law-abiding citizens in America, okay, are you taking all the guns away from everybody? Keep in mind, the guns that you were taking away that are being tracked... They all have serial numbers. They all have serial numbers. Some of the guns that you have no idea that, that are out there have zero serial numbers that have been sanded off or probably have been, um, how do you say this, like created by somebody that you don't know or don't even know where they live. So let's think about that. There are Thousands upon thousands upon thousands of weapons out there that you have no idea exist. So I'm going to say this, right? Because it is true. And this one nobody wants to know is there are a lot of weapons out there that you have no idea exist and don't even exist anywhere at any kind of fucking record. <laughs> and it's true. 
So if you took all the guns away from all the law-abiding citizens that own a weapon strictly for self-defense purposes, for sports such as hunting um, or big game, um, or just use it to, to shoot discs such as shotguns, whatever it may be, you're not doing anybody justice. Because now the only people who have weapons are just bad people with bad intentions. So where do you think this falls around? The justice system. Right? Policing. Simple things like that. But nobody wants to think about these things, right? And we're quick to just say, gun control. Gun control. Where does the where, where is the sense in that? Where is the common sense in that? Right? Because I'm I'm not somebody who who's consistently involved with politics and um, public affairs, but Somebody is like, dude, like, I don't know who needs to fucking hear this, but use your fucking heads, man. You just got to use your head. And this is the only, th I, th I feel, or just I know, is going to be the only way that's going to prevent mass shootings and just preventing bad people from doing bad things. And then circ uh, circulating back to the Buffalo shooting, um... Could you have really prevented, this is what I want to talk about, right? Using the conscious mind to, right? Because I'm still on the conscious mind level. Using the conscious mind, right? At all times, 24-7, okay? This is revolving around the category of vigilance. Could you have stopped that young man from going into that supermarket and shooting up all the minorities? Absolutely not. But, right? This is where I want to say but. This is where... The conscious mind comes into play. I saw the video of exactly what happened. And it was horrible. It was very graphic and disgusting in nature. And that guy has zero, zero right to live. Zero right to live. Just like any other murderer has zero right to live. Okay, which is why I believe in the death penalty. That's a conversation for the other day. Um... But what I wanted to take into consideration upon watching that video was all these people that were out there had absolutely zero situational awareness. And I think that in these times where we live with superior advanced technology and no matter what, technology cannot replace common sense. Cannot, technology cannot replace common sense at all, anywhere, no matter where. And one thing I noticed about these people was none of them were paying attention to the surroundings. And this is something I've always made habitual in my life just because of the things that consistently happen is you just never know when you are going to be at the wrong place at the wrong time. So to mitigate these situations from happening, you have to be situa situational, situationally aware, right? We're so glued to our phones and we're so glued to just what we're doing that we don't take the time to think about ingress and egress, right? Entrance and exit. We don't think about if this were to happen, what could I use as cover? What can I use as um, as defilade, right? Which is no, another word for cover. And it's like those simple things are not hard to think about. Absolutely not hard to think about. And what bothers me the most is it should be common practice for 
any individual, whether male or female, to, to have situational awareness. Simply being out in public with headphones on should not be a thing. Being out in public and just glued to your phone should not be a thing. If you're outdoors, enjoy the environment. Stay off your phone, okay? Because number one, you're just putting yourself at risk for getting run up and done up. And number two, if you're walking around with headphones, you're getting, you're also putting yourself at risk for getting run up and done up. It's just plain and fucking simple. So always have situational awareness. And your EDC, everyday carry, should always have some kind of knife, fucking pepper spray, taser. I don't give a fuck what it is. But it should have some kind of weapon. The use of self-defense is an American right. It's a God-given right. Right? So if you prepare, then good on you. But here's the thing, right? When it comes to common sense, understand that in any fight that you go into, you must expect to get punched, slashed, stabbed a couple of times. You're going to get cut. Okay? It's just going to happen. But what matters the most is you can drop the number of cuts and punches down to a minimum if you prepare. It's going to happen. It's a part of life. So with the conscious mind always being in play and the subconscious mind always being an autopilot, you have to use your conscious mind to mitigate the things that are going to happen day to day to day to day, right? Simple self-defense, situationally aware, vigilance. If you're a first responder, are you taking the same route home, right? Especially after everything that happened in the past from 2020, 2021 to, to, to this year? Or are you using different routes? Because you never know who's going to follow you home. You never know who's watching you. So thinking about this is, I think, so detrimental just to, to living life because you just never know. And I, I can guarantee you the people in Buffalo, those innocent people who did not deserve to die because of the shitty motives that that murderer had, <clears throat> um, if somebody was situationally aware, could have could have dropped the number of people murdered that day. Um, and, yeah, nobody should have to fear for their lives consistently every day, but it's not fear. It's just doing the right thing, which is being vigilant, being situationally aware. When you pull up to a parking lot, do you look left, do you look right, do you look behind you? Because I think one of the most important parts in... Um, I follow this dude, Pat McNamara, on uh, Instagram. Really good dude to follow because he's always right when it comes to, like, things that you should always make habitual. And it's talking about the situational awareness, right? Um, as soon as you get to a parking lot, if you make eye contact with, with, a, with a, a person with bad intentions, they're not going to want to make bad intentions anymore because you've identified them. If you did not identify somebody... From the minute you parked and you get out of your car and you're just, right, tunnel vision, then guess what? You're more at risk for getting robbed, mugged, whatever it may be. But if you look around at your physical surroundings and just take the time to just, let me just look around. Let me see. All windows. Is there anyone around me? Could there possibly be somebody hiding? You never know. But this is something that should be made habitual. When you're walking to your 
to your uh, to your destination are you on your phone? If you're on your phone while well, you're wrong, that's that's dumb. You should be looking around consistently and making sure that you're back or you have um, pretty much all your your five your 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 senses are being used properly. Um, so situational awareness is something that should be part of the conscious mind day to day. And the lack of accountability part is just we're not holding people accountable to the way that they should be held accountable, right? And I'm not going to go too far into that topic, but it's just something that's been weighing heavily on my mind is um, we have a constitution for a reason, and the people who are calling for gun control aren't being held accountable for it. The people who are sending money to other countries instead of investing this money to help the American population and the American citizens are not using that money properly. They should be held accountable for that. People who are committing violent crimes should be held accountable ASAP. There shouldn't be a wait time. If you commit a crime, if you rape, murder, uh, molest, um, wreak havoc, you should be held accountable in the most violent way possible. A prison is a prison for a reason. And if you end up in prison, you have no reason to, to, to be given some kind of mercy. That's just what I don't believe in. And people are in prison for a reason. And they are there. Now, keep in mind, people who go to prison rate three hots on a cot. What that means is three squared meals a day, a fucking bed to sleep on. And guess what? They get free medical and dental. So how does it make you feel that a rapist, a murderer, gets three hot in a cot while you're working every day to make sure that you can put a roof over your head, clothes on your back, food in your belly, and so on and so forth? And I think the craziest thing to me is people, uh, a while back, I noticed that people were talking about like how prisons aren't doing this or prisons aren't doing that. It's like, dude, a prison is a fucking prison for a reason, man. You know, and it's like, I don't know. There's too many dumb people in higher places, but that's all I'm going to say for now. So if you listen to this and you thought I'm, I'm absolutely right, I appreciate you, okay? Well, now, when I talk about um, there are some things I'm liberal about and there's some things I'm conservative about, it's because I don't have a, um, like a, a strict mindset on things. I'm consistently changing the way I think about shit, but... I'm open-minded to a lot of things because you just never know when shit could turn real quick. And um, you just never know somebody's true colors. So it's like the next time you think about voting and the next time you think about who your politicians are and um, these people you emulate, just and you, 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 like, you think about what they're going to do for you, just remember what happened the last couple of hundreds of years, right? You got to think about this. And the more you think about it, it makes you not even want to vote. But it makes you also want to think using the conscious mind as to where's my money going to go? Are the people, am I, am I and the people in this country going to get taken care of? And do they have a good philosophy in regards to taking care of this country? If so, and there you go. Have a good Memorial Day weekend. Remember the fallen. And you guys take care.